Good evening, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Beyond the Last Man. This is a Europa League edition, and today I have the pleasure of a full panel with the host of our sister show, uh, Jonathan Giles, with Eamon Ken Barlow in disguise <laughs> and Ian, Ian Gunnery. Um, so we are joined today on the on the Europa League edition for it. Like as I said, normally this is uh, kind of reserved for the for the women's league, which they won four 0 on the weekend, which is absolutely brilliant uh, against Reading. Uh, but as I said, we wanted to do one for the Europa League as well because we didn't do anything, and we had on the other show we we were just doing the the Premier League game. So we want to review the two all game in uh, against Sporting in Lisbon, and then obviously uh, putting... uh, hold on there, Martin. Uh, Go on. You see the little people on the screen there. Uh, one of them looks like John Joyles. Uh, how come maybe John Joyles? If he's John Joyles there, he's supposed to be our leader. Uh, he's yeah. up on the top of the screen there, like the little people. Uh, and this is the real he's not the real John Giles. The real John Giles is a great man and a great player. And I'm already going to try my pen. Good evening, everybody. How are we? We're all good. Good evening. Yes. <laughs> So how is everybody? How how we 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 getting through all them games? Uh, is everybody okay? <laughs> I still have um, my heart is still beating and my liver is still ticking over for tomorrow night. So all good. <laughs> I, I know, like it's gonna be a great start for the Paddy's Day weekend, isn't it? So yeah. uh, time, it's yeah. just gonna be. Oh, nice, Hopefully, we can have another result where it's over by half time. We don't have to have our hearts coming out of our arse. <laughs> That's yeah. <laughs> would be very nice to do that, isn't it? Um, yeah, so as I said, like we want to review the, the Europa League um, from, from last uh, Thursday's game. I had the pleasure to be over in, in, in Lisbon for this game, uh, which was a, a great experience, I have to say, to be away with all the fans. The sporting fans really tried everything not to get us to this game. Uh, they cancelled the underground. They didn't let us into the stadium and it was all good. But yeah, look, it was, it was, it was a great game. Uh, I might talk to this a bit later after that. Uh, so I just wanted to see how did you see it? Like, I don't know where everybody was watching it. It was somebody in the in the river bar where we normally watch our games. I don't know. Were you in there, uh, Eamon? Or? No, it wasn't. I, I was actually, I had committed myself, um, says you, I should be committed. Uh, I committed myself to playing football that evening. Okay. Um, so I only saw the first half, and then I came home and watched the second half. But uh, like the expertise that you bring onto this, show, uh, we wouldn't come along unprepared. So I have the following twenty-five minute submission to make. <laughs> yeah, it, it was actually a strange one because it was a, a quarter to six kickoff. So like you know, it's yeah. uh, for, for during the week, it's it's uh, it's a strange one. But I have to say, I'm glad that it wasn't an eight o'clock kickoff because they kept us an hour after the game into the stadium. So we wouldn't have came out till after midnight if it would have yeah. been an eight eight o'clock kickoff. Oh yeah, but look, yeah. no, well, well, just on the game things. itself. First of yeah. all, there's a few there's a few things. Um, I hear a lot of this stuff about. Asher, maybe we shouldn't really try too hard in the Europa League, right? Um, I don't buy into that. I think um, momentum is key now. And I think that um, if you go back to the 1980s and 1990s, you'd give your left arm to be going to your UEFA Cup final. Yeah. Because yeah. the trophy had prestige. And the Champions League format has kind of watered that down a small bit. But at the same time, we haven't won a European trophy since 1994 and I remember when we lost one in 1995 I was gutted that's the first thing 
And the second thing is knowing Arsenal fans, it's all very well saying, oh, would we bigger fish to fry and all of that kind of stuff. Well, I guarantee you, if we went out and lost 4 0 away to Sporting, there would have been a meltdown. You know? Yeah. So, <laughs> what, I think, what I think about what needs to happen is, I, I definitely think um, uh, Bukayo Saka needs a rest. And I definitely think that Emil Smith Rowe needs minutes. So, I hope um, for the return leg, um, I know we're, we're, we're reviewing the last game, but I'm surprised that Smith Rowe didn't. Uh, didn't it didn't get much the last time. I think Fabio Vieira was probably our best player. Um I think he's a, I think he's a player that's going to be really good for us. Um look uh the two goals, the the, the, the Spartan goal and, and the Arsenal goal, the, the two headers were carbon copies of each other. I don't know what Turner was trying to do. He seemed to he seemed to give a shout and then didn't commit himself. And that was disappointing because he's normally quite agile around the box. I think it's his feet are a bit dodgy, you know, um, but he's normally quite agile around the ball. He made a couple of good saves, mind you, um, yeah. and Sporting could have made a 3-1. And I think if Sporting had made a 3-1, it would have made it difficult for us, that that, that, that one-on-one that they missed. Um, well, we got our way back into the game. Waxy, lucky goal. Um, but, you know, again, Granite Jacket trying to do something constructive, getting the ball into the box, things can go for you. And I think on the balance of play, uh, a two-all draw was a fair result. If the older way goals rule had been still in play, we'd be coming home celebrating that result, saying it's yeah. a great result, you know. So um, all to play for, um, you know, I, Sporting Lisbon are a Champions League team. Uh, if you went away to Chelsea when they used to be a Champions League team, um, and uh, I'll say that again, if you went away to Chelsea when they used to be a Champions League team, um, <laughs> I'm going to say that again. <laughs> and you came away with a 2-2 draw away from home, you'd be saying that's okay. Yeah. Job done. So from that point of view, satisfied enough. Yeah, yeah, 100%, like as I said. like, And I think uh, it was good time as well that they, they gave a few young players the thing. They gave Kibia his first start. And again, it just needs time to, to bet in. And, and that's the games we have to give them because we, at the moment we can't afford them to play in the Premier League. So we need to play our strongest, you know, players in, in, in the Premier League. So he, he gave him a few breaks to a few a few players on, on the pitch and they're not gelling as much as they do in, in the, the first team. It's just normal. But they still played well and I think once Saliba scored, like, you know, we were all, you know, like celebrating thing that's going to be a thing. But, but then unfortunately, as you said, a carbon copy of the of our goal um, made it one all and um, yeah, look, uh, we had chances as well, and, and we should have taken him probably. But it, all in all, yeah, like we were, I don't think the fans were going home and were, you know, upset that it was a 2 all. So, like, it, it was actually a very, very good match to, to watch. So, yeah. Um, I come to Ian. Ian, where did you see it? Did you watch at home or in the pub or? Yeah, watched the, watched, watched the home. Um, kind of just, I watched the full game, kind of watched it, what, like, watched the highlights because I had to yeah. go. Um, out for some kind of family event but um no watching the game back like it it was it was fairly kind of close enough it was closely matched like there was both kind of similar errors as he's mentioned there um i kind of expected it to be a draw if i'm honest um i kind of thought i thought that it would be a change side i think aiming kind of hit the nail on the head there there's there's a lot of lot, lot of kind of tired legs in the in the team as well so i think like saka has to be rested but look I kind of felt sorry for Kiwar. Um, he yeah. hasn't had a lot, he hasn't had a lot of game time, and you can't really judge a player 
off like such kind of such few games in which to play and like it's any 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 European game is a tough game it's better, never mind be away from home so it was a big ask for him and I think you can kind of see that there was confusion there between Turner like saying he he had it and then uh, yeah. kind of, like kind of ducking out of the way like, I don't think he would have done that unless there was a call mentioned you know so I mean I kind of feel sorry for him there that it just look you you you'll get those days, but look, I think overall, I think it was it was a, it was it was close enough match that I think a draw was probably the fair result. I do think there was good good games from the likes of Shaka as well. I think Shaka Shaka is on form, never really kind of disappoints of, of late as well. But look, I think. Yeah, like uh, as Eamon kind of mentioned as well. Yeah, it's a, it's a, you could say it's only Europa League, and we we, we shouldn't take like shouldn't take it seriously. Said like some some would say, but I, like I completely agree. Like as Eamon mentioned there, ninety four is the last time we won a uh, like Euro- European Cup. I was born in ninety four, so like to say, I probably haven't even seen them win a European Cup. Jeez. Never mind, yeah. even remember it. Like so, <laughs> like I mean, look, I. I think we need to, momentum is key. Uh, you have you have to build momentum, and I think yeah. look, it's you can see as each game grows and each win that we're pulling along the confidence that's there. I mean, I don't think if we didn't have that momentum and building that momentum, we wouldn't have the comeback streak that we have where we've been two goals down and pulled it back, or we've gone away to Villa yeah. and pulled it back. Like you can see, the more that these players play with each other and gel, like. That's 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 kind of where where it matters. But I think now, look, I think it was a good performance. It should, we we can definitely play better. I think when we yeah. play in the Emirates, I think it's going to be a completely different game. Um, I think we'll be a lot a lot more. I think there'll be a lot more flu, fluidity. Um, mm-hmm. we'll be able to pass the ball a lot more, get our passes off. We're like, like I think we're very closed in. I felt in that game that we weren't really allowed to kind of play out the way we, that we like to play. But yeah. I think we'll we'll get I suppose a little a little bit more of the ball time um, at home. I feel I think it should be a better performance. Yeah. But Ian, you make a very good point there. Um, we weren't able to play out the way we normally do, and the way we played out against Fulham early doors under the same pressure. But while you say fellas getting used to playing with each other, the flip side of that is we couldn't play out because some of the guys weren't used to playing with each other. Exactly. Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, but we have, um, as I said the other night, we 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 have we have a squad now of eighteen, not thirteen, you know. Um, so, yeah, and, and they're, and they're so. the games we we have to kind of play them because otherwise they would never play each other, you know. And yeah. one one thing is where before I go to Jonathan, it's like for, for me, like I mean, I, as I said, I went I went over, and when we left in on Thursday morning in in Dublin, it was snowing, it was like minus one degree. And when we arrived over there in Lisbon, it was 20 degrees. So I can just as well imagine, like, and I was sweating, like, going to the reception of the hotel. Never mind, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, going in and actually flying over from, because they were training on, on Wednesday night in, in London. Then they were flying over. And then, look, it's not jet lag, but, like, it's a shocking temperature. So you all of a sudden, like, you're playing in a different, uh, you know, temperature. There's a bit of humidity there. Like, so... Like to play for 90 minutes under these conditions, I know if you're not used to it, like, and you just come from one side thing, must be hard as well. I know they're professionals, but like that just makes a, a bit of difference for me as well. So that's why I think in the second half, they mightn't have the same energy as they were used to. But look, yeah. that's what it is. Jonathan, how did you see it? Like, do you, where did you watch it? Um, I watched it at home. Okay. On Touristy. Um, I was off at six, so I missed the first 15 minutes. 
yeah, it's hard to believe that our last Europa League game was back in November when Karen Tierney scored the goal against Zurich. Yeah. Um, and I think such a long break probably felt, you know, it was probably hard for the players to get their heads back into it again, you know. Um, I remember the last time we played Lisbon, Danny Welbeck scored the winner. That was about yeah. four or five years ago. And it's actually seven, I think it was, yeah. 2018, that's it, yeah. yeah. Um, and... Um, it's seven years tonight. We were last in the Champions League when um and then he scored that screamer against Barca in the new camp. I think that was his first goal for the club. It's hard to believe. Um yeah, it's it's as Martin said there, um the twenty degree heat is a big shock to the system, you know, especially lo- in London was pretty much the same temperature last yeah, week. Yeah, probably was even colder, I'd say, yeah. Um and like those that those group of players haven't played really since the Man City FA Cup fourth round game as yeah. well. So that that was a gap of about five weeks of um of a you could say an unsettled squad on the night, you know. Um I thought in terms of the Martinelli's corner was really well met by um William Saliba. He buried his header again and you can see we're working on set pieces yeah. a lot more. You can see that the weekend from Gabrielle's um header as well. So that's quite pleasant to see. Um I think it was Inacio got the equaliser for Sporting. Yeah. Um, I, I, I could blame Turner and Kivior, but th- th- there isn't their fluidity yet. You know, they're getting sporadic games here and there. You know, yeah. I, I thought Kivior, Turner should have really came out and cleaned everyone out. But look, he, he makes up for it. Like Ramsdale, he, as Eamon said earlier, he pulled off really good stops when he was asked from long range. So you can can't you can kind of blame him for the two goals. He could have pushed the second maybe a bit further away. But look, on the night, I thought he had a decent enough game. You know, it was good yeah. to see Kivior getting a start as well. You could see he was very frustrated at the end because he knew he made probably the two mistakes that led to the two goals. But look, he'll improve on that with game on if he gets good game time. Um, yeah. I thought the lad Edwards as well, they used to play for sports for Lisbon, gave us a lot of trouble down the right-hand side. You know, um, he he played for um, Victoria when they played at the Emirates. I think he scored there a few years yeah. back as well. Um, but I thought, I thought oh, Martinelli's run as well, when he went around the keeper and the defender got back to us in the nick of time, I thought that deserved to go because it was some run from the halfway line, you know. Yeah, um, even beforehand. But as Arteta said, we 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 went there, we didn't lose the game, and we've got something to take back tomorrow night at the Emirates. So I think, um, as Craig said on Monday night, um, I think we'll feel a bit of a stronger team tomorrow night yeah. being at the Emirates. I think the atmosphere in itself should get us over the line. I think it'd be a cracking atmosphere being a European night. Um, they'll give us a game. I think they will give us a game tomorrow night. But um, I, I, I'd go for 3-1 at home. I think we come out of the box blocks quick, and I think we get yeah. the job done probably in the first half. Yeah, perfect. No, no, and again, and that's probably going to bring us straight away anyway to to the game tomorrow because I I really think um, look we're playing at home, it's a complete different atmosphere. Like the pitches, they they they're used to the temperatures, so like it's going to be the other way around now. Like the lads from Sporting are coming <laughs> to free, they're probably going to freeze to death tomorrow. Um, but uh, <laughs> 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 because yeah, like if you're used to playing in this lovely weather, you know, like then it's 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 always a, a it's like us up to Newcastle, isn't it? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so so yeah, like I'm looking actually forward to the game. I, I'm I'm sure it's going to be in the River Bar, so uh, 
being like the start of Paddy's weekend. I think yeah. that's going to be fairly packed. Um, and let, let's hope we, we can continue our run because, yeah, we we came that far now. It's the last 16, you know, like, you know, if you can get it any bit, bit further, you know, I think that would be really great. And if you can win another trophy uh, one way or the other, you know, w- would be an, a fantastic thing. So um, just want to think, like, how do you think we're going to line up? I'm going to go with Eamon first again. So you said, like, Saka probably not playing and, and Smith Rowe coming in instead? or As I say, the first thing, uh, as I say, if it's freezing, get on with it. <laughs> Everybody has to play in the cloud, you know. Man. Um, okay, well, I the thing about Saka is an interesting question because if you read his own quote, he says, I'd much rather be on the pitch playing, yeah, right, and then I can sleep for the summer. He's a very strong boy. And when you have a fella like that, it's very difficult not to play him. But I think we could approach this game with enough ability without sacrificing him. Yeah. You know, I really do. I think um, we could, Trosser can play anywhere. You know, Trosser can play in goal. That fella. You know, he can play anywhere. <laughs> he's an all-rounder. We've, like we've, we've, we've got enough cover for the right-hand side. The The only thing about the right-hand side that you, you'd look at, um, Saka has a great uh, inclination to cut inside, and then people are expecting he'll deliver a killer cross or a killer blow himself, or else he'll deliver a beautifully disguised pass to an overlapping wide player. Yeah. You know, if you put a right-footed player like Martinetti out on that side, you don't get that. But I think Trossard could do it, you know? So if it, if it was me, I'd be inclined to... Um, I'd be inclined to play uh, Smith-Rowe on the left and Trossard on the right. And uh, perhaps um, either of Martinelli or Jesus through the centre. Yeah. You yeah. know? Um, that's what I'd do. I'd also give out a guard a rest. And I'd, I'd put Fabio Vieira in the, yeah. in, into that position. Yeah. Uh, he knows the he knows the opposition, yeah. and they're not a Premier League team. He knows the type of spaces he can he, he can migrate into, and all of that. I think that would be a smart move. Whether he does that or not, now, which how would I know? You know, yeah. I, mean, uh, I don't know. Um, I think what would be very instructive is who he plays as the, as the central two defenders. Yeah. You know? um, because I think. If he goes with either holding or Kivior, it means clearly that we're going to hope to win the game, but it's not the be all and end all. Because if it's the be all and end all, Saliba and Gabriel will be the two centre halves. True. No? Yeah. Um, I think Tommy Yasu will come in. I don't know if uh, Kieran is, um, is feeling okay again. Did he, did he come on the weekend? I think he did. He did, yeah. He did, yeah. I think Kieran, Kieran would play, you know. Kieran yeah. would play. 
Um, and and I think that that was actually a big thing as well about the the game actually in Lisbon because there was a few illnesses like you know Tierney didn't travel obviously Trossard didn't travel like which would have kind of played probably Odegaard wasn't even on the bench so I think like if you don't start Odegaard this week as well like but he, I'd say he will be on the bench the same way if Saka doesn't play he will be on the bench so last week we had really a few absentees which we we couldn't even replace so we were I wouldn't say we were a bit short but like you know like if you would have had Odegaard on the on the on the bench yeah. I'd say we could have brought him on. And and we yeah. didn't. But so like, let's hope we we have um, that bench. And and I think we can definitely be, put on. Before you go on to the other the other lads, um, yeah. uh, my, my esteemed colleagues, um, what I'd say is, I always go back to the game I went to the week before COVID, and that was um, Arsenal and Olympiacos, and we had to win the Europa League that year, you yeah. know, um, and we beat them one 0 away, right. And they scored in the in, you know after about an hour, so that leveled up the tie. And at the time, the away goals rule was in, and um, you know we 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 got we got a goal back to put us ahead. They scored again. They were they were ahead of the away goals. And Aubameyang missed an absolute sitter in the ninety third minute. Do you remember that game? Yeah. Uh, and then and then Mik- Mikel Arteta got COVID. Uh, the rest of us already had it, uh, but we just didn't know what it was. Um, but that game always told me it's not like a home Premier League game. It's not. It's much more cat and mouse. Yeah. You know, it's, it's much, much more cat and mouse than I like. And so I don't expect uh, Jonathan kind of gave his his um, his his assertion there that we come out with the blocks and blow them away. I think that's more for the Premier League. I think it'll be much more chess like than that. You know. Because of the nature of it, the nature of the competition, Jonathan, knockout football, it's a different, it's a yeah, different it's arena. Nice. I think it's a bit yeah. more cagey, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah good point, yeah. But yeah, so and like as I said, like I, I think we we will have like a, a bit of a different team than we had like in Lisbon. Uh, it would be interesting if uh, Jesus. Jesus gets a start or or not, like or if he's gonna like you know like still gonna like put him on the bench. It, it'd be an interesting. But what do you think, uh, uh, Ian? Yeah, um, I I kind of hope he does change it. I kind of hope he does change the thing yeah. a bit. But if I'm going off the way Arteta kind of thinks, I wouldn't like. It wouldn't surprise me if Saka starts. He shouldn't, like he shouldn't start. But it wouldn't surprise me if he starts Saka. And um, I think Jesus definitely needs to get game time. Um, I think like, like he looked he looked quite well against Fulham. Like uh, for the little bit that he came on, was unlucky not to score as well. Um, I think it would be prime for him to kind of get um, a good couple of minutes under his belt. I think if he could get a goal, it would be yeah. brilliant just to kind of get that off his back. Um, I do, I do think it's going to be a tight game, though. I agree with Eamon as well. Um, like, I don't even know what kind of way you could say score predictions, but I'd say if I had to give a score prediction, I'd probably say probably two one. Um, it really it comes down to uh, who our centre backs are. Like if it's Saliba and Gabriel, I think we're quite solid. If it's Kiwar and um, the likes of say Tierney, uh, like it's 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 hard to know. Like it's 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 really hard to know what way our backline is going to look. But yeah, like one one side of it is solid, the other side is skeptical. You know what I mean? They can make mistakes and like okay, there's no way goal rule, but like it's the type of game that as you said as Eamon mentioned like they're not a Premier League side 
So we don't know if we were to get like to go down to an early goal quite quickly. How how likely are they to you know put a rock solid defence or do you know what I mean? You don't yeah. want to get into that game because when you when you when you get into that kind of battle, you you start picking up injuries. You're having to bring on players you don't want to bring on. Like they just need to do the simple simple things right. You know, um, like yeah. just have a, I, I'm just looking for a professional performance. I just just get just get your passes, get your goal, and then just like you don't have to be trying to push for three or four goals. If you're winning one nil and you're solidly just keeping the ball, getting your passes around, that that's that, that that's all we can ask for. Just just yeah. ask for a win. Doesn't matter how they do it. Um, I do hopefully ho- uh, hope that Saka, the likes of Saka, gets a rest in Odegaard as well, because I think like yeah. I, I I look at our bench and I like who can who can replace them and I, I really don't yeah. know. Do you know what I mean? That's the scary scary thing. Like I mean, okay, we have to look at who's chasing us for the league, and you look at Man City. And if De Bruyne gets injured, there's someone to put uh, to put put in place. If Haaland gets injured, there's someone to put in place there. Like we don't have that flexibility, so we we have to we have to play smarter. Um, and just you take chances, like take I suppose risky chances. But at the end of the day, like it's been working. Do you know what I mean? Like we can't we can't we can't fault the process that Arteta is doing. He seems to he seems to have the right uh right right options there, but I definitely think it will be a cagey game. But so I'd say prediction yeah. wise, I'm saying two one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, and I think because look, we we're playing at home as well, and we've seen over there, like you know, like the if you have the support behind, you know, like it's it, that stadium as well is real kind of like a high stadium, so like the atmosphere was really kind of like you know like dropping in. Yeah. So it it, it was really good, like and it was very noisy, especially when they went the ahead when they were two one up. You know, it, it really got noisy, and uh, it's it's thing, and we we can do the same in the Emirates, I think, and um, we can definitely. Think, but yeah, but as you said, if we go if you go behind it, it's kind of a different story. But look, uh, they're playing so well at the moment. Um, you you want to change the team, but you don't want to change it too much because, as I said, they don't play all together. So we'll, let's see what it is, John. And what do you think? What's it? Did you give already a score? I think you said three one, in it. It's 3-1. Yeah, I think we're going to blow them away in the first 15 minutes. But I think after the, ben- after the collective benefit of Ian and my wisdom, he might just have, you might want another go at that one, Pat. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to know. Like, we're in the luxurious position as well. Like, we've qualified for the Champions League for next season. Does he want to start? Does he want to go on to win it and start a full-strength team from now, from tomorrow night onwards, all the way through to the final, you know? Um it would have been different if we were sitting in fourth, uh, you know, and yeah. our fifth place and having to go on to win this competition. So he's got that kind of luxury behind him. But um, I think there's enough quality there in this Arsenal squad to go on to win it. You know, yeah. it's probably the strongest two teams if you're really going out in the limb will be us and United in the competition left. Um, I probably could see Jorginho maybe starting tomorrow. Yeah. You know, in midfield, yeah. you know, and and he yeah. was sick as well. Like you know, so again, like I yeah. think tomorrow we definitely have a, a a stronger team at the game. We can start with maybe a weak team or whatever. Like you know, like try different stuff. And if it doesn't work, we we can replace them. So I think we have this luxury now tomorrow that we have like the the stronger people sitting on the bench, which we didn't have uh, in Lisbon. Yeah. So yeah, like look, I, I think it it it'd be a good match to to go. 
um, to see, depending on the atmosphere. Like, you know, it's look, it's a yeah. Europa League game. I'm sure that the support is behind it. Like, Arsenal are putting a lot of stuff into this to make it uh, a, a great night. And I think the the last game where we played at night, you can see the atmosphere. And it's just it's just going to be magic if you're going to play next year again in the Champions League and you don't hear the anthem and everything. So let, let's hope we, we can replicate this as well tomorrow. And, and and think for so yeah, and then actually another thing what I want to say is like obviously yeah was it yesterday or the day before the day before yesterday we we cleaned up at the London Sports and Football Awards so it was Ateta yeah. manager of the of the the London Awards and Saka youngest player the goalkeeper and Odegaard like so like a, a full swoop then in fairness but there isn't much in 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 London left which can actually compete on that level I presume so the guy the guy, the guy, the guy that should have cleaned up at the London Awards was Saliba. He's a sweeper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah like congrats to the, to the boys. I think you well deserved. I think what we're all predicting is that we can well and get a job done. Jonathan makes a very interesting point about, you know, whether you want to win it, whether you don't. I mean, if we get into a final against um, the unmentionables from Manchester who are not Manchester City, wouldn't we all want to win that? You know, I mean, this is a European competition. You can't just chuck it out, you know. Um, obviously, we all would dearly love to win the Premier League. And we'll never have a big-name manager until we win. Uh, is it the, just the Premier League and the Champions League, Jonathan? Is that, is that it? Like, is, is, uh, is both, that the big-name manager is? Yeah. Both competitions aiming just to get okay. it. Well, like I'd, I'd even say Watching when you look the FA Cup or Europa League, if you look at the Europa League final that we played Chelsea, yeah. like not so long ago, and you seen how the reaction the Arsenal fans were yeah. when they got destroyed in that final, and that's looking at that like you have Arsenal fans that would be like, oh, it's only Europa League. Yeah, yeah, they didn't act like it was only Europa League when we got absolutely. I think as well, Ian, the venue didn't help us that night neither. You know, it was no, just but, a bad but, battle. Yeah. No, it didn't. But you see, at that time, in uh, and Jonathan and Martin, that was our lifeline into the Champions League. Yeah. That, that was yeah. so yeah. We'd yeah. actually blown the top four. Uh, so, yeah. Because of that, yeah, I just wanted to say you know, that. concentrate oh, too much, yeah. I think we're all agreed what's going to happen is we're going to go at this, we're going to win the game, and then the bubonic plague is going to rip through the squad um, before the Palace game. Or else a new strain of a new illness called COVID twenty three, right? And uh, <laughs> and, and <laughs> these are the sleepless nights I'm having about the season. We're having. <laughs> <laughs> I think I an, an interesting them. point. Jamie an interesting point. Sorry, go on. Yeah, go on. Sorry, go ahead, Ian. Sorry. No, I was going to say, just on that, though, like an interesting point with the Europa League as well, as I've noticed that, look, all going well, Arsenal do win and we do go through to the next round, that we'll actually know the pathway to the final because yeah. there's going to be the quarterfinal and the semifinal draw done at the same time. Right. So at least you kind of know, right, who, like, like what way you need to structure the team, like what way it's yeah. going to mix in with the league fixtures then as well. So yeah. hopefully, yeah, that's interesting. Exactly, yeah. and and the only yeah. thing is like as as our boss always says, like you know, we take one game after the other. So like we're gonna play tomorrow. If we're gonna go through, we're gonna think about it when we actually Live go through, and then the Crystal Palace game is gonna be yeah, the, the, the next one. Thing. Can I just just maybe put put forward one suggestion as food for thought? I look at the Champions League games, 
And even if we were in it, some of them leave me cold. Yeah. Group stages and all of that type of stuff. And look at Europa League games and we kind of shoo it off. What in the name of God would life be like if the European Super League became more predominant than the Premier League? When you look at the season that we're having and the excitement and the way we're all living in the moment and the way we're all drinking it in, um, literally and metaphorically, right? But what, what, what would it be like? You know, yeah. Um, yeah. and I think, I think it's important that we kind of don't lose sight of the fact that the bread and butter, and I don't want to sound like a flat cap here, the bread and butter of football is the domestic league. Yeah. yeah. It really is. It you is, know? yeah. It's what brings oh, it, it is. Right. <coughs> yeah. yeah, it is. The, yeah. The, the, only, the only thing what I want to throw in here, and I don't want to be the devil's advocate, but I just think if the Super League would be coming, whatever, is, I do not think that it's going to replace the, the Premier League. I know, like, whatever they said, you now, like, you know, if you ever go to a Super League, you can't be playing the Premier League, blah, blah, blah. But I think the way they were they were originally thinking about this is, is just basically like replacing the Champions League. So that they are, like, you know, like you have your Premier League and everybody's playing in the Premier League and you're still playing for a title. Uh, but well, instead Martin, of. You'd be, playing, you'd be playing 18 to 20 Super League games, you know? Yeah, but we, we we play them as well now with the Champions League. If you go into a into a group stage, you know, and if you're playing them, whatever. Look, it's I'm not saying that they, it's, it's, they've already kind of started it though, because I like they they've mentioned there's some world like Champions League World Cup or something that um the last like five or six I think it's from yeah the last five six years where uh, like from from like 2022 or 21 or something upwards like 25 26. Um, all those winners will go uh, go, go into this World yeah. Cup. And it's just a money racket. Like. Well, that it was. Yeah. This, this is what happens when you have these magical owners that don't understand yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I, and in fairness to our owners, at least the debacle uh, 18 months ago with the Super League, right, actually was one of the... It was paved with a golden lining for us because... It brought Josh Kroenke closer to Edu, closer to Arteta, closer to the fans, closer to the fan base. I'm on the Arsenal Supporters Trust. We had an evening with him online, you know. And those kind of things didn't happen before. So the anger that was expressed over that move, um, has, I, I believe, has, given, has, has brought the Kroenkes much more in touch with the feel of Arsenal Football Club. Yeah. Than there had been for years before that, you know? Yeah. And particularly the fans, Eamon. That's the point, yeah. yeah. The fan power won over, which is quite refreshing to see, you know? Yeah. It won over, yeah. After, yeah, and, you're right there. The Super League did open the eyes of a lot of owners, yeah. And actually, talking about our owners, like there was a, a bit of a change today in the in the board thing. As I said, Stan Kroenke and Josh Kroenke have become the co-chairs. Whilst Tim Lewis becomes our executive vice chair, so don't yeah. know what that means exactly, but that's what happened today. Um, so there is movement there, but what I think it does actually, it just really cements the position of like Stan and Josh into the club, and specifically Josh, I think he is really, and as you said, after COVID, he really kind of took hold of the club, and you've seen it in the documentary, you know, like how it was how much was of that was staged when the cameras were there, I don't know, but he really looked like you know like a, a, a hands-on like owner 
you know, yeah. he wants to get the, the team to end. And I think we can see the result of that now. Like that, you know, the, the belief he had last year, even when we didn't then go and, and go into the top four, there was still there, like, and, and he still supported uh, Arteta. And, and I, I, look, we can see the rewards now this season. So, um, yeah, um, look, there's there's a lot of people who want to make a lot of money out of something. Um, Ted Bowley for Chelsea, one of them, you know, who didn't even think that he doesn't qualify for the Champions League. And now he's going to find out he, he won't. Um, so yeah, there, there is a lot of, of of things like which we have absolutely no control about. But uh, look, doesn't matter what it is. We just want to go out tomorrow, win that game, um, go into the next round, and then see who we're going to play in the in the quarterfinal and in the semifinal, and then yeah. just go on on Sunday. Um, you know, and, 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 and guess what, Martin? Uh, just get on with it. Exactly. That's <laughs> that's what we we all have to do. So that should be the catchphrase <laughs> for this show: get on with it. Yeah. Get on with it, yeah. That's, I'm gonna get T-shirts printed for the final. Get on with it. Get on with it. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, do you know what? You are a creative psychopath. You know. Uh, <laughs> we're holding that now. <laughs> Martin Stumbol is a creative psychopath. We've seen it here on the show. We've no doubt about it now. He's our man going forward, you know? Oh, yeah. not oh, the topic. Yeah. We need to have one for halftime in case we're 1-0 down saying so frustrating, Deirdre. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We, we yeah, can yeah, put yeah. that on the back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you can see it on the front. On the front. <laughs> so frustrating, Deirdre. And then on the back, get on with it. <laughs> I, I, I tell you, I, I, I might, I might put this in for us. You never know. <laughs> I, can, I can, I can, I can see. I'm a bit like the old taxi meters that used to twiddle around. I can see Martin's brain cogs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can see another Arsenal with that <laughs> Oh God. Yeah, so yeah, like it, it, look, it, it'd be good whatever we do, like you know, like we're just happy to it. Like it's actually like it's it's it taking so much time, you know, like for between the games played on the weekend, on during the weekend, then like the podcast after that, and and before and after the games. So it's actually quite like it it, it takes over. So like uh, look, as long as it lasts, it's it's all right. We can't go to the games anyway because we can't get tickets, so we might as well do that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, listen, um, lads. Yeah, go on, G. Sorry. Go on. Um, just a shout out, Martin, as always, to just Arsenal. Uh, yeah. Dot com. To, they've, they've been a big help um, with our sister podcast and with this one as well. So big shout out. They've really got good content. I look at it daily and it's really yeah. well. It's a really well organized platform, isn't it? Yeah, they are. Yeah, as I said, I, I was working very close now with Michelle on on the women's thing, which yeah. we, we try to hope to make that you know like as more and uh, regular stuff as well. But again, it's it's just a time issue for everybody, you know. Like yeah. I mean, there down in Spain, um, like we 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 try to do like a, a actually a report after the game, but it's not that easy, you know, like to 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 put this actually on the on on the podcast all the time and and, and finding the right people at the right time altogether. Yeah. So it's look it's not easy. But yeah, like just asking a lot of thing. It's funny enough like that uh, they they're doing this I think for the last three or four years. Right. And now they're really gonna get into it and as well as they have obviously a YouTube channel as well where they always have uh they actually have a deal with uh there's a I don't know what the other company they actually have a microphone at the at the what's it called the conferences before the game. So like they are yeah. they, they, they actually have the, the rights to actually put this on YouTube. So oh, nice. if you do ever want for for the women's games and the the men's games, the, they they will broadcast that all the time. Um, and yeah, like they're they're very good. Like in their, they have their own reporters and they have their own bloggers and and writers. So yeah, it, and it's great. And you see, like when when they put our our content on that, you know, it just makes it 
it gives a bit more exposure and yeah like please go and, and and subscribe to their channel as well and 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 have a look at it because it's really really interesting all right yeah yeah Any, anything else you want to say about arsenal are we all <laughs> there tomorrow no night for the big one that's yeah, sure. As I said, it yeah. should be in the River Bar. Um, yeah. It might not be as warm as in Lisbon, but like it'd be still going to be a good atmosphere. <laughs> <laughs> and if anybody, if ever, just just to blog that maybe as well is like if anybody wasn't in Liverpool before, uh, in Liverpool in in Lisbon before, it's an absolute beautiful city. It's really nice to get there. Oh, Lisbon um, is beautiful. Ah, it's it's it's, oh, it's absolutely beautiful and compact and like you have an underground there. Like and it, it's really good, really good and like it's it's well worth for anybody to do. Yeah. Lisbon is absolutely beautiful. Um, I went to a, a mate of mine's stag party there in 2016, and uh, these lads were a small bit younger than me. They were all 72. No, they were um, they um, <laughs> but they were all staying in Bar Barrio Alto, uh, which yeah. is the kind of temply barry type of thing. And uh, I decided no, that, that wasn't for me. And I got myself um, a little man cave. Uh, an apartment that was built up into the rock up in the old streets yeah. up in the hill and I said night time I obviously joined the lads but during the day I went around and experienced what it was like to live in Lisbon at the weekend and yeah. got stuck in with the locals and you know it was um, yeah it's a really really nice city really really nice you know really. and, and, and if you want to yeah. go over there um, forget about Ryanair if you get top airways which is the Portuguese Airways. Uh, I went over, well, I actually came back with TAP for 15 euros. So you can't get, get wrong with that, you know? So, and Ryanair was like 85. Um, so yeah, TAP Airways is, is definitely the, the Airways to go. Might put a plug in that they might sponsor us, God knows. <laughs> yeah, you never know, you know? <laughs> are you, are Just you get on with us. <laughs> Yeah, if there's any sponsors out there, please um, give us a shout and now we get you out exactly, there. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. And if any if any of them few viewers we have wants to sponsor us, oh. and I think Ian already did it, he pressed the thanks button and he donated <laughs> some money on it because he made an absolute hell of a hell of it. He was so I was going to fact actually as well that Jonathan has predicted 3-1, so if we don't win 3-1, he needs yeah, to donate. Ian was a month ahead of himself. He meant a home game against Everton, not the away game. <laughs> <laughs> Just, just, just one, one last thing about Lisbon, Martin. Um, and I know yes. they're sworn rivals, but any Arsenal fan, if they ever find themselves in Lisbon, do the Benfica Stadium tour. Yeah, yeah. it's brilliant. Absolutely, it's absolutely brilliant. Yeah. But apparently, that the minute you walk through the tunnel, you're in the Emirates. Yeah, it's the very, yeah. very same. It's similar. It's, yeah, it's, it's the same stadium. Yeah. yeah, it is actually. Yeah, the, <laughs> yeah, it's the same bowl effects. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and I thought it was very fitting. Same everything, you know. There's it a great statue of Eusebio as well. Yeah. Say, yeah, the fans were singing like your city is red like ours, you know, like Benfica on top and yeah. your city is red. So, very yeah, sure. it's it's very, very similar. And, and uh, was that, we were talking to a few sporting fans, you know, and obviously the, the rivalry in, in the city is, is quite big, you know, like but they're actually more... Like if they actually say who, who you support in England, you know, they would be Manchester United because of like Ronaldo and, and, and Fernandes, yeah. you know. So like there's deluded people in Lisbon as well. So like you <laughs> take forest. But look, yeah, Benfica and, and Sporting. Actually, Sporting is fourth in the league, which is actually quite unusual because, yeah. uh, you know, they they should be really like they're, they're not a bad team and, and they should be much higher up, you know. But yeah, anybody ever go over there, take top airways, you know, 
brilliant city. Go over for a weekend. You know, it's absolutely beautiful. I stayed in the Emilia Hotel next to the airport. Brilliant thing as well. 90 euro. Can't go wrong with that. All right, lads, listen, I, I leave it at that. Um, it's 40 minutes already. We don't want to be thinking people can watch this before the game tomorrow. Yeah. Um, we finished with a song. We finished with a song. I don't gonna sing. <laughs> I think every Arsenal fan needs to chant this song. Yeah, which is We yeah. won the league at Anfield. <laughs> we won it at the lane. Stamford Bridge, Old Trafford. No one can say the same. Michaela Tether's army. What Arsenal through and through. We sing it on the North Bank. I'm in the clock and two, all together. Ale, 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 ale. Ale, 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 ale. Now, folks, let's... Eamon, if you can record this for me, I'm going to put this on the end of every of our videos now. You have the jingle in the front, and then we're going to have the jingle in the back. And Boyle trying to sing Christy Moore songs in an English accent, you know? It could be a I'll listen, listen, Rana. Brandon's I think we should get that in harmony. Oh, no. <laughs> Sing that going down Tottenham past Tottenham Stadium. <laughs> put that up as a short. Actually, I, I really have, yeah, I gotta put that have up a as spare a short, toilet yeah. bowl I want to get rid of, so I might go over to the lane at the end of the year. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. All right, guys. Have I'll a good evening. Tomorrow. I'll see you all either tomorrow or on the weekend, right? Bye. See you later, bye. right? Bye. 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 bye.